Hey, well, what's up, guys? My name is Coco, and I am so excited because we are in another episode of Open Mic, and today we have Brock with us. Brock, welcome to Open Mic. Hey, everyone. Uh, Really great to be here. I'm excited to be at High Street to record this. I love it. That's awesome. So today we are going to be talking about sharing your faith and kind of influence and what does that look like to share your faith. And so um, I'm really excited to jump in, but first things first, Brock. What is your go-to Chick-fil-A order? Because here at High Street and Young Adults, we're all about Chick-fil-A. It's the Lord's Chicken. So we need to know, what's your (laughs) go-to order? Uh, Every time you got to go with that uh, number one, add some pepper jack cheese to it, though. It's only like 30 more cents, you know, and Mm -hmm. it makes it that much better. Mm -hmm. Um, And sweet tea to drink because, you know, you have to. You can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with sweet tea. That's for sure. That's awesome. Well, I love it. Um, so, Brock, tell me, where are you from? Where? How did you get to Springfield? Kind of, what's your story? Yeah, I, uh, I grew up in northern Missouri, um, so a place called Mexico, Missouri, um, kind of outside of Columbia. But I came down here for college. I go to Missouri State. I graduate in May. So I'm actually going to be down here. I accepted a job in Springfield, so I'll be here for awesome. a little bit longer. Um, but, I mean... I kind of grew up in church as well. I grew up Catholic, which is a little bit different than probably Mm -hmm. some of the people that attend. Um, But it led to a life of a little bit different where I ultimately didn't believe in God for a really long time. So kind of tackling that was was complicated. But now we're here. Now we're at High Street. We're saved. We're doing really well. And I'm excited to kind of talk to everyone today about sharing your faith. So Love that. That's awesome. Um, So Brock, Tell me, when you first started sharing your faith, what was that like? What was your experience? Kind of give us a rundown. (laughs) Yeah, um, it's kind of intimidating at first, I think, Uh, especially from like a male perspective. It is a little bit less secular to think that we don't open up as much as uh, a girl Mm -hmm. does. But like opening up and talking about your faith is something that's very personal to you. Mm -hmm. So the first time that I did it, uh, actually like two multiple people that I didn't know was at a high street event. So I went to a class um, led and it was talked by uh, Thomas and Shelby Gennad and they talked about how to Mm -hmm. share your faith. And I'd never been to high street. I didn't know anything about it, but I sat down and I talked with Logan Counts and Caleb Owen. And we sat there and I told my story, which I'd never actually Mm -hmm. done. Um, But it was like so freeing to be able to get that off my chest and talk to other Christians about like not having judgment in my story. Mm -hmm. That is a it's a past. But because of the Lord's salvation, I get to be here today. Mm -hmm. Um, So it can be a little intimidating at first, but like always encourage and always encourage Mm -hmm. for other people to share theirs because no story is better than another Mm -hmm. story. Um, Every story is equaling the same thing and for Christ's salvation in you. So it's they're all happy endings and there's no like well I had this bad past I can't recover from it it's because God had his son come and die for us that we can recover Mm, so that's really awesome so once you started to share your faith did that start you on a journey of wanting to tell other people because I've heard some stories (laughs) from you about man you're sharing with these people so tell us a little bit about that what was that like yeah um sometimes it can be like reaching like walking up to someone and starting a spiritual conversation can be difficult um so being able to find the balance of how you can incorporate such like a spiritual talk in life um it's kind of like an art i mean Mm, you kind of have to figure out where to plug stuff in um but sharing with other people like it's such a motivation for me because Mm. obviously i don't want the people that i'm around to end up in hell um and someone's eternal life is on the line Mm. i feel a responsibility to go out and help 
Um, so like when I go and share with people, it always ends up being like, hey, I want to hear about you. Don't listen mm -hmm. to me what I'm saying right now. It's like I'm investing in you mm -hmm. um, because that's what I would have loved to hear before I was saved. Mm -hmm. um, like I'm going to take the time to invest in something with you. Um, so letting people know that you're there for them and you're there to listen mm -hmm. is really, really helpful. And most of the time people open up a lot more mm -hmm. if they're willing to talk and you're willing to listen. Yeah, that's good. So you have maybe some, we talk a lot at young adults about having those intro questions to be able to even go from just a regular conversation to a spiritual conversation. So what's like an example of that, that maybe the listeners out there, if they're like, I'm trying to share my faith, but I have no clue where to start. <laughs> yeah. What would you, what's a tool that you could give them mm. that they could go start a conversation with a friend or someone at Starbucks or whatever? Yeah. Um, one that I, I shared the other day actually was if you're, if you're avidly going to church on Sundays, which hopefully you are to be in that community, um, so many people, if you come into work on Monday or if you go to class on Monday, people are asking, so what did you do this weekend? Um, it's such an easy way to lead into a spiritual conversation because you can say like, oh, well, this is what I did Friday and Saturday, but Sunday morning I actually went to service. I went to mm, go yeah. uh, listen to Pastor Eddie speak at High Street or whatever it may mm. be. Um, and then that leads into a spiritual conversation of, well, have you ever been to church or would you like to come with me? Mm -hmm. um, because people are a lot more kind of willing to, if you're already there and talking about it right. and they can actively see how it's changed you. Mm -hmm. So really, really, really easy way to do it is just having someone ask about your weekend um, and giving a point to go ask about theirs. I love that. Yeah. And there's like a, st a statistic out there that's like eight out of 10 people, if you invite them to church, mm -hmm. they're going to say yes. Yeah. So I think that's such a, an easy way to be able to start that conversation. And, and once they know that that's a priority in your life, then it's like, wait, why is that a priority in their life? Yeah. And then that builds on that. And so I love that. Yeah. Um, one of the stories that, or one of the uh, tools that we use in Team Track is um, asking people what their story is, maybe what yeah. their spiritual background is. That has been one that has been so helpful for me because maybe I meet someone at church or even just out and about, and we're in Springfield, Missouri so we are the Bible Belt yeah. so a lot of people have like some church background some spiritual background um, but that kind of opens up this conversation of yeah maybe I did go to church at one point but I'm not into that thing anymore and so for us to be able to ask that question has been so cool because it totally is like crazy how people will open up about yeah, yeah that's something I maybe was a part of but I have nothing to do with God now yeah. and then you can kind of use your story in that mm -hmm. so that's been super super helpful I love that one of the coolest things actually happened last night at Young Adults um there was a guy there Jeremy so hope you're listening Jeremy um, shout out Jeremy <laughs> um he was he was talking to me um and he was telling me a story and really opening up and then once we kind of like came to a close and both of our stories kind of finished um he was like, hey, I got to run. I'm going to go tell some more people about my story. And that was one of the coolest wow. things I've ever heard because it's like like he has such an influence to go out and talk to other people. Mm -hmm. um, and he's making a point to be like, I'm so happy to share my story with you. I want to go have that impact on other people because they also might need to hear it. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of motivated me to be like, man, I need to, <laughs> I need to be more like Jeremy in that right. to where – I'm like, oh, sorry, I got to go run and tell other people about my story because of what Christ did for me. Yeah. And I want to go share that with as many people as I can. Oh, my so goodness. So it was so cool. That's so cool. I mean, yeah. this is the greatest story we could ever tell. And so 
I love it when it talks about how we are ambassadors for Christ and he, God has given us uh, this command to go and tell people about this good news of Jesus. And so uh, when we catch fire, when we mm-hmm. start sharing our story, when we start, start sharing our testimony and sharing what God has done in our lives and what he can do in other people's lives, it is the most exciting thing, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I think once you get started, for anyone out there who's listening and you're like, man, I've, I've never once shared my story or I'm, I'm scared to share my story. Um, it can be scary, yeah. but once you do it once, yep. man, you'll never want to turn back from that. And so we encourage you for sure, share your story. Yeah, you get um, such a rush of like the Holy Spirit inside of you being like that voice of God to be mm-hmm. able to go out and talk to all of these people about yeah. what he's done for you. Um, and there's a lot of things like we talk about a team track. Um, it's not a, the way that you share your story should be done in a certain way that you're always glorifying to God. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people can get tripped up to be like glorifying the sin that happened in their right. past when it's not focused on that anymore. Um, you can mm-hmm. talk about your past life and what it was like before having God in your life, but that the center point of your story should be God is in my life now and look what he's mm-hmm. done with me. Yeah. Um, so that's something that I had trouble with when I first started sharing my story because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, here's the things I did and focused a lot about that. But in reality, I should be focusing more along the lines of this is what Jesus did for me. Mm-hmm. And I should be so incredibly thankful for that. And I should be telling people mm-hmm. that rather than other things that have happened. Mm-hmm. So I love that. God is a God yeah. of redemption. And so in our stories, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. Uh, well, Brock, let's let's switch gears here a little mm-hmm. bit, because I know um, that you went to Missouri State. Yep. And uh, you were so involved in Missouri <laughs> State. When I first met Brock, I was like, you know everybody. So it's good to have people like Brock around yeah. who know people. Um, but Brock, tell me, you know, we have influence. We have this God-given influence to be able to um, represent Christ to people, to either point people to Jesus or point people away from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so you have, um, from my perspective, a lot of influence at Missouri State, um, at your job. So walk me through, um, what does that look like at Missouri State? And then we'll kind of talk about your job too. Yeah, I think um, just just influence in any, if you're talking about either a college, a high school, a community college, or whatever you're going to, even workforce stuff, um, it's all about kind of getting involved and being, not necessarily, you don't have to be an extrovert to do that. You can be an introvert and still go out and share, um, but it becomes a way of building relationships with other people um, and emotionally investing in people. So like when I came to college, I, I was saved when I was 17 years old. I was a senior in high school. Um, so backstory, but, um, my first couple years of college, I wasn't practicing following God the way that I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and having like the influence and in people around me and getting involved, that's what helped me strengthen my mm-hmm. relationship with Jesus. Um, so getting involved in those things, whether it's like a student ministry, whether it's a club or like a fraternity or a sorority, whatever you're wanting to do to be surrounded by other people, you're, you're the make of what is it like the three friends or the five friends right. that you hang out with. Um, those people can have such a big influence on what you do and how you act. Um, and surrounding yourself with those good mm-hmm. people is really, really helpful. Um, but when you get kind of more involved in a college, like I got, I mean, I got really involved my freshman year, um, joining, I joined a fraternity and then I ended up leading the fraternity, being mm-hmm. the president and having those a hundred plus guys around me all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it gives you such an atmosphere that you want and you have this grace for people mm-hmm. that you want to go out and share God's word. 
Um, so it's something that, that is in you. If, as like, if you were being an influence to other people, you really do have to let the Holy Spirit lead you to be in those situations. Um, because if I didn't open up and let God into my life, I would have just kept doing what I wanted to do. I would have done whatever everyone else was doing. Um, one of my favorite, I listened to uh, one of the podcasts out of Watermark Church mm-hmm. called The Porch. Yes. Um, but one of the things they say all the time they're ser- like on their sermons is they say, mm-hmm. are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was sick and tired of being <laughs> sick and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like having the influence and being tired of what I was doing mm-hmm. and being able to go talk to these other people and get involved and then have a motivation to go out and reach more mm-hmm. is what you really need to do if you're looking to get into mm-hmm. that. Um, build those relationships, yeah. invest in other people, disciple people, be discipled by other people, which is equally as important. Right. Um, and just going out and being the best vision of Christ. Yeah, I love that. And I think so many times people maybe think, oh, I, I don't have influence, but uh, that's not true at all. I mean, we all can look around and there's people who we are influencing. And so I think being intentional, I mean, we talk about, yeah. okay, as leaders, we're going to be intentional about looking around, look at the people who God has placed in your life and ask, okay, how can I show Christ to them? Mm-hmm. Do I need to share with them the bridge illustration? Do I need to encourage them with a verse or um, just build them up, speak life over them, whatever that looks like? We can so do that in the people around us. And I think think when we stop and we pray for opportunities, God is absolutely going to bring those um, to us. And so I think that's so exciting that we get to be on this journey of sharing our faith with um, God because he's the one that's bringing people, drawing people, and we just have to be obedient and say yes when he brings an opportunity. And one of the things um, is like, yes, you can go out and evangelize to as many people as you'd like, which heavily encourage, obviously, (laughs) Um, but you're going to showcase your love for Jesus and what you do. Uh, like, as I say, like you, we show you are Christians by our love. Mm. Um, so going out and loving people, like truly loving and caring about them and investing mm. will show just as much of Jesus and what you're doing as if you're going out and telling them every single day, because there are some people that I've come across that are like, no, I don't want to hear it anymore. Uh, like I don't, they don't want to hang out or whatever it may be because they think I'm going to turn every conversation into yeah. a spiritual conversation. <laughs> That's not how it is. It's just, I have to go out and do the absolute best that I can to right. love them and be incredibly intentional being mm-hmm. in their life. Um, and that can be really, really easy to forego if you're in college or if mm-hmm. you're in the workplace, because it, whether you're sitting next to someone in class for mm-hmm. 45 minutes, three times a week, or if you're next to someone at a desk for eight hours a day, those people play a big factor into your life um, and showcasing Christ's love mm-hmm. to them should be a top priority. Um, mm-hmm. And you can go out and you can share and you can, you can be that person that's reading their Bible all day long at your desk or whatever it may be. Um, but going out and treating them with, with kindness and compassion is mm-hmm. such a great way to have an influence. Yeah, I love that. Um, I heard someone say once, you know, I don't remember what they said, but I remember how they made me feel. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. man, if we can just go and encourage people, it's like that that's so huge and we can yeah. build them up. I love that. Um, Brock, tell me about, too, you are now, you just recently graduated from college, and so you are now transitioning into the workforce. And I know a lot of our listeners, that's where you're at. You mm-hmm. are transitioning into the workforce. And this is a question I've been um, getting a lot lately is how do I go from sharing my faith 
in college where there's a lot of people who we have a lot of time yeah. to be able to go to coffee, go meet up, <laughs> do this, whatever. You have your fraternity, your sorority, yeah. um, and you have all these different areas where you have this influence, but then you go to a job and it's like, I go to work from eight to five every mm-hmm. day. I see the same people. Um, I know we've kind of talked a little bit about this, but how do you leverage your influence in your workplace? Yeah. Um, one thing that I recently did, so I work in a cubicle, you know, pushing that eight to five. Um, <laughs> but one thing I did is we have these young adults invite cards. Um, so it says like the time and the location and on the Tuesdays and all that stuff. Um, so I just pinned them. I have a whole stack of them. They're pinned right to my wall and they're right on the hallway. So anyone that can walk by, they can feel free to take one. Uh, and I've had a lot of people actually pop in and be like, what is this? What is this? Uh, how can I get to be involved in something like that? Um, and I actually have a guy that's a couple, I mean, a couple seats down from me that he was like, he's leaving sadly, but he said, I'll see a lot more of you actually, because, um, we're going to start going to high street again. And it's, it's so great because like, I wouldn't have even known he went to high street unless he had that conversation. I got to invite him to young Mm -hmm. adults. Um, and there's a lot of different ways like showing love to people and Mm -hmm. going out and having those intentional conversations, um, which a lot of the time it doesn't really happen during your eight to five Mm -hmm. shift. But I've noticed like during lunch, I go down and I read. Um, So it's like I've had people come up to me while I'm reading Mm -hmm. at like the lunch table by myself. Um, And that's a great way to like publicly show that you're a follower of Christ without being like embraceive or whatever in people's space. And as you like the older and the more in the workforce, I Mm notice that people are, they're a lot more, uh, want their space during the day. Um, so just, you know, setting aside the time and always having a mindset of like, how can I pursue a life of Christ better and how can I help other people, um, in their walk or maybe even start a walk with them. So I love that. Well, Brock, thanks so much for being here. I think this is so this topic of sharing your faith is so um, relevant for our audience today because like this is our mission. Yeah. As believers, we have the greatest greatest story ever to be told mm-hmm. um, that Jesus came died on the cross for our sins so that we could have life with him now and for eternity. And so um For anyone out there who has never shared your faith before, um, we encourage you just start. Ask Mm -hmm. God for opportunities and be ready and available. Um, One more, one last thing (laughs) for anybody out there who's like, I'm hesitant to share. What would you, what encouragement would you give to them? I think just going out, doing it once, uh, being extremely bold. Like it says in Acts 4, be bold with your faith. Um, And that's something that we have to live by. uh, And that's what Jesus calls us to do is just to be bold in our story and be bold with God's grace. Love that. Well, Brock, thanks so much for for being here today. We'll see you next time on Open Mic. Appreciate it.